0: Welcome, welcome, we're so glad that you're here. Um, This Sunday, we are leaning into something that uh, we used to do at Sedaris every seven Sundays. Every seven Sundays at Sedaris, we used to do something called Sabbath Sunday. Sabbath Sunday, and that was a really fun time uh, and a really meaningful time that we'd lean into uh, every seven Sundays here at Sedaris, and it was really a time where we acknowledged that there's lots of ways to worship God as the community comes together. There's a lot, there's their song, there's sermon, and then even historically, the church has leaned into uh, Uh, worshiping and considering God and his gospel message in so many, so many different ways. And so uh, Sabbath Sunday used to be just kind of that way that we would lean into that, the the historic liturgies of the faith uh, some Sundays. And so um, we're excited to be able to, to pivot to that this week with you all. It's kind of a, uh, when things like this come up, we, we really ask, God, what are you up to and, and what are you doing? And, and we, we just think that God uh, is inviting us to slow down in these five C's even more um, and engage them in a, a, a new way with, with different uh, hearts of worship towards them. and So we're going to do that together. Today, and uh, and so yeah, the way that's gonna look is uh, you s- we're gonna do an activity later. You may be asking what this over here is all about. We're gonna do an activity later where we're gonna kind of lean into the, the five Cs. But what we're gonna do before that is we're gonna kind of have a time where I rehash what each one of the five C's is in in kind of a 30,000 foot view and then give you, um, present like a scripture verse, I'll present a scripture verse and then give you guys some time of reflection to really ask uh, God, God, what what do you have for me when it comes to this C, when it comes to this C of connection or conversation, consideration, conviction, confession. And so, um, and Young Ben will kind of be able to, uh, Young Ben's a, a master pianist, I don't know if you knew this, but he'll be able to just Uh, be able to set the mood for us in in song so that we can really engage those reflections and, and really allow God to speak into our hearts and so we, we, we just know that God shows up into spaces that, that his people have gathered. And so we're gonna look forward to seeing him do that even today. So that's Sabbath Sunday. It's something, we're, I'm really excited to be able to lean into it uh, once more. We, we used to do it in this space uh, as well uh, back when we used to meet here. So this is really fun to be able to lean into it again. Who knows, perhaps uh, uh, God shows how much he does in this time with us here. We, we may even do it in the future more regularly. So, all right, so with all of that said, Let's talk about connection. Uh, connection um, is just such, and uh, it's, it's such, a, this is the, the place where we started um, as a church to lean into the topic of connection. Um, if you haven't been here over the past couple of months, we've been working through a process that we've called the five C's, uh, where I'll just give an overview really quick, where we really view them as a cycle where connection gives way to conversation, which gives way to consideration, which gives way to conviction, which gives way to Confession, and that confession in turn points us back even to connection, and we run the cycle again. And this can happen in a variety of ways in in one's life. This is a, a process that God grows us, and so it can be the, the, it can be a process that we run uh, just with God Himself. It can be a, a process that we're running with people who don't know God. It can be a process that we're running with with other brothers and sisters in Christ. Maybe just one or. Our cohorts even run through the five C's together in small groups, and, and so there's a lot of different ways that, that God could, could speak to you today, and a lot of different ways this could look, and we just want to give space uh, for God to be able to speak into that, um, and then, uh, and, and then r- r- really we'll be able to confess that a little bit together even today towards the end. So let's talk about connection, connection, um, connection is probably the most intuitive thing. It's probably the word that as we leaned into it together, it was one that we, we all found that, you know, we all actually have a really, um, really great understanding of the definition of this word. But connection is really rooted in the heart of God. It's a God who not only creates all of, all of uh, creation, not only creates human, breathes his breath of life into them and then puts them within it, but then takes a step into it himself through the person of Jesus Christ, Uh, God shows up to connect with us. He says, it's not enough for me to to lob conversations at him, uh, at at humanity through the the prophets, through the apostles. I I need to step into creation myself and connect with them in embodied form. And so we we talked about how in this process of the five Cs, connection is that, 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 that time when we create spaces where we can show up and bring our full selves into them. Connection connection, and, and when we do that, we really uh, begin to set the stage, like I said, creating spaces for conversations to happen. But but we always have to recognize that first, connection has to take place, and I'm just reminded of, uh, we all got a little bit of glimpse of when connection was taken away from us um, in the pandemic in a variety of ways, not just church, and each and every Sunday we come back here and there's more and more people here again, you know, it gives us more and more joy in our hearts as we see embodied connection beginning to, to happen in more and more ways, including at church. But now we want to give you time to reflect, so you're going to take the next two minutes, and you're really going to think about, perhaps you were in that sermon, perhaps uh, you um, were, uh, you in the past couple sermons where we've been going through case studies, you, you remember, uh, we, we, we want to let God uh, remind you and bring back to mind uh, the things that He may have been trying to press on your heart with regards, and your mind with regards to connection. And so we're going to read a Bible verse now, and, and we're going to pro- provide two minutes of uh, time for re- reflection meditation with regards to it. So the first Bible verse that we have here from the scriptures actually comes from Proverbs. It says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So young Ben, take it away and uh, take some time to, to just reflect. As you, I'm gonna pull you back in from, from that reflection on connection. Move on to conversation. Um, conversation, we said, was, was really the, the part in the process where we see... Um, the mind is engaged. We, we engage our minds in conversations. We also, our, our, our hearts are brought into that connection as well. We said conversation is an exchanging of hearts, which, which requires our, our minds to translate what's going on inside of us. And we said that conversation happens in a lot of ways, not only in the church, but also from God to his people. God, God has started conversations with us through, through nature, just these big general conversations he started conversations with us through his scriptures, these very specific, special conversations that we can always turn to. He's even started conversations with us through Jesus Christ, the, the, the most profound conversation that he's started, the, the, the ultimate conversation we've talked about. And, and so um, as, as you as you take some time to consider and reflect upon conversation, uh, feel free, remember, to just go into those bounds, whether that be conversation between you and God, you and those who don't know Christ, you and your fellow brothers in Jesus, uh, your fellow brothers and sisters in in Jesus. Uh, Take two minutes to really reflect upon conversation and what God might be trying to speak to you through that. Bump into your consideration or your time of reflection and conversation here, and throw the Bible verse up. I forgot to. If you want to throw that up here for us? <clears throat> Let your speech always be gracious conversation, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Colossians four six. consideration. As we move on to consideration, consideration is um, probably one of the more uh, abstract concepts we use here at Sedaris, one that we want to breathe in full, uh, perhaps even a new robust definition uh, for everybody that comes into Sedaris. And and that definition really is, um, we said consideration is when we can ruminate with our eternal heavenly bodies in mind, which is to say these are the times in our lives where by way of conversation, certain things and and items and topics come up that need more consideration, that that, that we need to step out of the center of our our universe, of our own universe, and, and ask God, God, let's consider this in light of eternity in mind, what your scriptures and the conversations that you've had with us have to say about that, consideration is, is all about uh, removing ourselves from the center and shining bright lights on these topics and considering them with eternal and, and their eternal ramifications. Um, and so per, perhaps God uh, might have invited you in some profound ways over these past couple of weeks uh, to, to ponder on and, and reconsider what consideration is and, and where it might happen and, be, and, and need to take place in your life. So take a few minutes to reflect upon that. I'll read to you Psalm 8. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you're mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. Conversation David's having with the Lord God Yahweh. Fourth stage we come to is is conviction, and conviction is one of those most beautiful things that can come into the life of a human because it means that God has shown up and He's pressed on our hearts. Maybe that area of conviction, uh, well, that area of conviction stems from a consideration that we have where we've stepped out of the center and we've invited God into it. Conviction is truly God stepping in and when invited, and His activity becomes uh, pressed upon our hearts. And we, as, as his children, become convinced, I can do no other. This must be true. This must be true. Um, in what ways has God been, been providing new definitions for this in, in your life over the past few months? In which ways have there been areas in your life that, that God has said, I want to push into this. Would, would you invite me even there? I'll give you two minutes to reflect upon that as we look into Hebrews 11.1 one together. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Finally, uh, confession. Confession. And we talked a lot about how when, when God comes into his followers' lives to, to bring them to points of, of consideration and conviction, that, that He's always doing it in order to work a confession that might take place and, and we, we breathe the bigger, more robust definition of confession. Uh, it's not just talking about what you may have done wrong, but, but also proclaiming all that, that God has done and, and that what that conviction actually was in your life. It can be uh, in by, by word of mouth in that way, but then also great confessions are also the way that we live as a result of the, the convictions that God has brought into our lives. And, and confession, was, God has worked this way uh, through, through the cycle to bring his people to confession so that he can get the credit, so that he can get the, the glory is, is what we said, so that, that other people might look and see a God that, that isn't dormant, that isn't dead, but active and working in his people to redeem the world, to bring it life, and ultimately bring them life by bringing them back into relationship with him and starting the cycle all over again. So take a few minutes now to reflect upon your confessions What are your confessions in life? What what, what ways have you felt um, uh, convicted over the the past couple of months that that your confession could be greater? What ways are are you pointing to him that other people might be able to to look and see a God of redemption and power? 1 John 4.15 says this, whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Well, thank you for leading into these, and and we really uh, are excited to hear more and more about how God may have shown up in this time together, and uh, as we have leaned into reflecting through each one of these things, and and we really hope that uh, right now we want to take all that reflection, all that God has been uh, speaking to you and in in your heart, and and translate it to an activity that all of us can participate in together and and look at together at the end of of the day, um, and take with us into the week. And um, so I'm going to describe a little bit what we're going to be doing over here now. Um, if you uh, came in, you uh, on your seat, you should have found a yellow Post-it note or a pink and a pink Post-it note. Um, so you'll go ahead and pull those out now. Um, and if anybody doesn't have one, uh, we have some on some extra ones on empty chairs over here. But you, you're going to need a, a yellow one and a pink one. Um, and does anybody not have one? You can raise your hand and we can get somebody to get one to you. We have a few back here. Um, hey, Meredith, is there any way you can grab those two sets on that front chairs and walk them back to Andrea and, and Isaiah back there, too. Thank you so much. Anybody else need some? Thanks so much, Meredith. Awesome. Good, good. Great. Now, this is going to be um, a, a, an exercise where we're going to be able to see kind of um, our kind of where we fall in terms of these five C's, which we're, we're most comfortable with, which we might not be, uh, or, and which we're least comfortable with. Uh, we, we've spoken over the course of the entire sermon series so far that, that typically um, uh, individuals, and everybody's really included in this, individuals what will, will resonate with one, two, or three of these, and, and they'll really lean into them, and, and they'll really be all about connection and, and conversation, or, or they may really even be all about conviction and confession, Um, but some of the other ones might be underdeveloped in their lives, and so when it comes to the process of the five Cs, they can get stuck on one cycle and and find it difficult to move on into the full-orbed cycle. Um, We shouldn't feel... Shame because when that happens that's just called being humans and, and God has a great solution for that called the church people who uh, you can rub shoulders with that are that have strengths in your weaknesses and and that that have weaknesses in your strengths and so we learn together how we can complete the full cycle of the five c's so that that god's uh, full uh, power and, and glory can come into the world. And and so what we're going to do now is, is take uh, everything that um, you've been reflecting over over these past, uh, as we work through each one, um, and, and in your mind, uh, get to the, the, the one of these. if you, Work it down to a single one if you can. Uh, the one of these where you really feel that, like this is really where I am, God has really developed me in this area, and I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders when compared to the other ones. This is the one where I would say that, that God has grown me the most in, uh, and, and that uh, I'm really, uh, I find myself pretty proficient at, whether that be connection, conversation, consideration, conviction. That's gonna be your, um, that's gonna be your yellow sticky note. It's gonna be your yellow sticky note. And then uh, on the flip side of the coin, um, ask the question, what's the, the, what, which one of these is God really hoping to grow me in? Where's, where's the area for growth? Where's the place where where I struggle to enter into this area, and and where I need a little bit more help doing that? Um, And so take actually some time before, you you may have some knee-jerk reactions. If you're like me, and you just love to just operate from your gut, I'm going to ask you to slow down actually, slow down a little bit. Um, Because if we were actually to think about this, probably all of us might even put like, after COVID, I just need, I need to restart connection in my life. But we're inviting you to a deeper kind of consideration than that. Try to look over your, your the past four or five years of your life. What has been the theme over the past four or five years of your life that, that would cause you to say, you know what, when it really comes to, to uh, connection, that's where I put uh, my, my strength in. Where over the past four or five years, what would you say? You know what? I really need to work on confession. And so look for those broader themes in your life. We're going to give you a few minutes to do that now. And, and whenever you feel like you, you have that ready, um, come up and you'll just walk to the front here and, and stick it right onto the board. Um, can, uh, so you'll, you can put it underneath connection, underneath conversation, underneath consideration around conviction, confession. You can put it anywhere uh, according to where those words are. You guys got it. So... Yeah, take take a few minutes to think about it, um, and when you're ready, uh, come on up here and, and put the on the, the, I would say whiteboard. It's a clear board. Put it on the clear board there. The yeah. This board is great for so many reasons, but the primary, which, uh, primary of which really is we, we, we get to see as a body the diversity of gifts and dispositions that God brings together in, in order to strengthen and encourage one another towards growth in life. And um, the, the, this board uh, isn't su- surprising to Dave and I. As we kind of crafted this together, we said, you know what, it's probably gonna be a little yellow heavy on top and a little pink heavy down below, but, but that's okay. But it's important to notice that you know what there are actually there's actually pinks up top where people would say you know these are areas of growth for me and there's yellows down below where people would say you know what I I really feel like God has empowered me in these areas as well. And and so as you go into cohort this week something that each cohort should be talking about is where did you put your sticky note? What got you there? <laughs> What, what what event, or, or where did you put your yellow sticky note, that is, <laughs> where did you put your yellow sticky note, and what has God done in your life in order to bring you to a place where you would say, this is the most developed part of, of, of how I follow Jesus right now? Because that's actually where we're going to be able to share with one another, point at one another towards life, give each other uh, the, the the tips, and, and maybe even invite people to consider something about Conversation, have you considered this about conversation? That each conversation you have is an opportunity to yield eternal fruit and, and, and benefits, whoa. Or maybe there's a consideration that, that, that we might need with regards to conviction or confession. But as the body of Christ, we have those together and, and that's why we come together, that's why we, we gather and we connect in embodied form. So that not only can we just uh, um, work through to conversation and consideration of, of big ideas, which are great, but also even just consideration of the process itself. Because actually what, what we're doing is we're teaching one another how to fish. We're teaching one another how to, to look to God to be that continual source of life that can keep us running the process and we can help one another when, when we fall off. Hey, have you been having much conversations lately? No, okay, let, let's talk about how you can, how we can do that a little bit better, so. Um, This is a a, a wonderful board, and we'll take a picture of it, I'm sure, and so uh, thank you for participating in this, uh, with us this Sunday.
1: Hi again. I'm feeling all the feels right now. Thank you, band. Um, My heart's beating really fast, but I'm just so reminded of all of these words um, being initiated by God, um, and how freeing that is, that he... He begins all of these processes with us and we get to respond and so I just want to encourage encourage all of us in that I know I needed that reminder um, and listening and reading to that uh, scripture that Ryan pointed out in first John I was just reading a little bit before and after and I wanted to read it out loud to everybody so first John four verses nine through 16. God's love was revealed to us, sorry, God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we, must, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God if we love one another, God remains in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that he that we remain in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit and we have seen him and we have seen and we testify that the father has sent his son as the world's savior. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God remains in him and he in God. And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and the one who remains in him remains in God, and God remains in him. So um, just thinking about this confession piece and the season that we're in with Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks, um, just the way that we can say thank you publicly to God for his goodness in our lives, um, and just to think about how many of us might have an opportunity over Thanksgiving to give an answer to, what are you thankful for? And we so often, I think, kind of approach that evening and that question is thrown on us and we're like, oh, kind of an afterthought. We have something to say because we do have a lot of blessings, but maybe we don't do this pre-work that could really help to root our confession of thank you in all of these, right? In conviction, in consideration that the Spirit prompts our hearts with. So we just want to take a little bit of time um, right now during this last song that the band will lead us through to um, truly just open our hearts and praise God and continue this conversation, this connection that we are having with God in this moment, and um, think about this last year and really consider the blessings that God has has given us through the suffering and the loneliness and all of the brokenness of this last year. Um, And he'll bring to mind the things that um, have truly impacted our hearts and our minds, not just our circumstances. So um, yeah, let's join in that together. I want to do one final prayer of thanksgiving to God for how he's provided for our church. Lord God. We're so grateful for who you are and the way that you prompt all of these different things in our lives, all of these ways that help us to recognize who you are and how much we need you. Um, Thank you for this local church, this expression of who you are tangibly in the city. Um, We know that it's all because of you. There's no denying that. There are these many people in this room and people watching online because you are the one at work in our hearts and through all of the chaos and the loss and confusion of the past two years, I guess, um, we are just reminded of how good you are and how faithful you've been and how you continue to use your transformative power in our hearts and in our minds uh, to help us truly consider who you are and convict us of that truth and to confess it publicly to those around us. So I thank you for my brothers and sisters in this room, for all of the new faces that have come in the past few months and just the new life that you've brought to this place, Um, not just this building, but to our church community as human beings in the city and all of the ways that you are convicting us to step out and realize that it's not about us, it's about you, and that all of this is for your glory. Lord, we thank you so much. We have no words. We pray all this in your son's name. Amen. Um, Ryan and I will be up here if you want to continue that uh, conversation, and prayer will be up front um, to pray with you all, so please feel free to make use of that. We'll have that available every week, so yeah, amen.